Hello, good afternoon, welcome to the Daily Live Exit. It's Friday, the 5th of January. Uh, hit the like button to the disgrace that you haven't already. Um, sorry, we're a bit late. We were just finishing off the 1878 FM podcast, just timings. Um, joined by Jack in the studio. Jack, um, we're going to do the final word in a bit, so we'll get into the game in a little bit more detail. But some breaking news that Everton have appealed the joke of a decision that was Dominic Calvert-Lewin's red card last night. Uh, the right thing for you? Yeah, absolutely. Because And if this doesn't get overturned, then there's something deeply, deeply wrong with the FA and the PGMOL mm. and whoever's responsible for making these decisions. And if it isn't overturned, people will have to start having serious conversations about referee agendas and agendas against certain clubs i don't know where i stand on that debate personally you know you've got your views you now everyone's views slightly differed i i try to stay away from it personally because i see a, a lot of clubs get these decisions and you know it, it was against crystal palace last night it's not like it was against a, a man city where you know the bigger teams could be in favored but you do see some of these decisions sometimes and you see the amounts that everton get and it's just like okay if you're if if you are the FA and you are the referees and you are the PG MOL and you're trying to shut down any of these narratives, you don't make decisions like that last night mm. and you'd absolutely certainly overturn them on appeal. But are they bothered about shutting down that narrative where Everton are concerned? I don't think they care. I don't think they would be to a massive degree because it's one of them. Referees can't really be replaced in its current existence. They can't bring in a different company to do the job that the referees do. They can bring in new individuals. Bring VAR involved. companies in Germany and don't use referees for VAR. They can make changes, mm. but ultimately these people will still be employed, which is the main thing. It's not the same as if Sky Sports, for example, were doing something that was massively hindering football in England and everyone knew about it, everyone was talking about it, and it was eventually costing the FA and the Premier League money, they'd move away from Sky Sports. Mm. That's just an example. Referees, they have a different relationship with football and English football and mm. their agreement and what they do, because they can't turn around to, okay, well, it's not the same as a broadcaster like Sky Sports. That's why I use that example, where they can't go, okay, we've got a different broadcaster. If you don't have referees, what do you have? So they can effectively perform to whatever level they see fit at the moment, that's not a very good level and be under little to no job scrutiny. So that's the issue, isn't it? And that's why I'm an advocate for some sort of not punishment against referees, but a greater recognition of when they make mistakes. And I don't know, maybe a, a penalty system or you know a fine system if they make a certain amount of errors over the course of a season. I don't know. You'd have to get into the finer details of what that would be. You wouldn't want it to be pressure on the referees. So, you know, to make every time they're making a decision, they feel on a knife edge. But, you know, that kick up the arse to help them along a bit because i do think if there was some sort of jeopardy for these referees we'd see those type of decisions disappear very quickly yeah i mean it was a, it was an embarrassment um of a decision and the story it was never a red card if you've ever kicked a football at any level you know for a hundred percent fact it's never a red card not even a foul um and that's that's the issue you can turn around and try to stay away and go, oh, I don't get involved with conspiracy theories and all that, but 
the more and more they show up, the more and more you start seeing it and going, well, hang on. If everything keeps telling you it's a fish, it's a fish, and that's all you're seeing now, and you're seeing things getting, whether it's a conscious decision or whether it's, it's certainly the biasness, whether it's unconscious bias, bigger teams at the top get the decisions against other teams. And the whole thing about it is that no one can deny really that since Everton kicked off to the Premier League about the, the Sly Six trying to have their own Super League, Everton have been on the receiving end of some ter- probably more than any other club, some terrible decision-making. But they're not on the own, their own this season with this. Wolves have had awful decisions against them. Liverpool had a disgraceful decision against them against Tottenham. We've seen different clubs having really poor decisions given against them this season. The problem we've got at the moment is we can, we'll come back onto Everton in a minute, but it's, it's bigger than Everton this now. Oh, absolutely. Because what we're doing is we're allowing people in Stockley Park to referee games of football. Now, VAR should really be used if there's an incident going on here, there's a game going on, and someone over here is throwing a dig at someone. That's what VAR should be used for. Or the referee's not had a good view of a penalty incident. And you look at it again. But just because you send somebody to the screen, there shouldn't be any problem with going, nah, I was right the first time I looked at it. Like, Chris Cavana has still made the only decision... I've seen involving Everton where he's overturned the VAR thing, where he's gone with his original decision. It was at Anfield in the Merseyside One derby. The only times I've yeah. seen a referee. It was a stonewall penalty. VAR for some reason, but trying it again. You can argue, well, it was Liverpool, so, and they were, you know, or whatever. But they tried to put doubt in his mind of it. Was it a penalty? And he went over and he laughed. He laughed. You remember him laughing at the chef to go, Are you joking? It's a penalty. And he just went, No, it's a penalty and went stuck with it. One of the few decisions I've seen. I still go back to the Richarlison penalty against Spurs when Benitez was the manager and the referee below me visibly arguing with the VAR why it was a penalty and he shook his head as he walked away and didn't give the pen. Um, Loris when he took Richarlison out and yet we saw Jota refusing to score a goal and stumbling over and getting the pen. Jota's not the only one, by the way. There's lots. And like I've just said, Liverpool were on the end of a horrific decision this season at Tottenham. Embarrassing. For, for the Premier League and for VAR. But it happens in so many games, and once you start slowing every incident down, you, you're in a very different game then. We had Everton have had one uh, at Tottenham, the Andre Gomez challenge, which led to Dominic Calvert-Loon scoring a goal, which would have broke a six or seven game goal you know, thing for Dom without scoring a goal. Would have put Everton back in a game after 53 minutes. The referee's got a clear view of it. The linesman's got a clear view of it. Neither of them give a foul because it isn't. Because it's a normal tackle in a game. Now, when I seen that back in slow motion on VAR... It looks bad. I said, well, I can see why he's not going to give this because he's caught him. But every time you go for a 50-50, you catch the player because it's part. you're both competing for a ball. And seeing it in slow motion, you see the short movements and maybe the knee goes back a little mm. bit or you see the skin move exactly. because the foot comes across exactly. it a little bit and it just makes it look so much worse. And I think slow motion 
could be useful in very specific circumstances. Say, you mm-hmm. know, there's a very brief handball or something like that, and you're trying to pick out things like that. But this idea that it should be used in every instance where they're reviewing a potential file, it doesn't give you an accurate context of what's actually happening in the game. And VAR continues to not serve its true purpose at times, at seemingly random times as well. It's being used to see can we change this? Not mm. did we miss something? Mm. Because no one, you can't tell me anyone looked at that Calvert-Lewin challenge last night and thought, oh, that that could have been in red card. That, let's look at this in depth. It seems like you see these situations and the referees see these situations and think, okay, can we change this? And that's where the conspiracy argument gets more ground and you know, people will say, oh, well, why pick on Everton when playing Crystal Palace? They won't like Crystal Palace anymore, but if that's the case and it is just incompetence, isn't that just as scary? Isn't it a little bit scary that referees can be that bad at their jobs that often? Is that not just as scary as an agenda against certain clubs? Because that can be proven at the end of the day at some point. If referees are making decisions, knowingly making wrong decisions to wrongfully impact clubs because they have a dislike of that club, there'll eventually be some sort of proof against that and that referee referee will hopefully be banished from football. If they're just incompetent, and they're all incompetent, it goes back to the argument I made before, how do you fix that? Hmm. No, but no, I mean, I said on my match reaction last night, I mean, I've got, I've personally got huge issues with fellas turning up and putting referee kits on to sit in a room 100 miles away from the ground and pretend the referee in a game. I think it's, I don't get it. Um, you know, and there's that, that brings its own questions, I think. It's, it's a terrifying thing to think what they get up to in their own lives when that's what they're doing. But uh, that's up to them. That's up to them. Um, but I just don't get this thing of, Howard Webb come in to supposedly make this better because he was dreadful and he's done, which again, I think this needs um, a new level of appreciation that you can come in and make something a hundred times worse. Make something worse. that bad, that much worse. worse. This is a fella that refused to send off Nigel de Jong for a chest high challenge in a World Cup final. Which is a straight, which a, a toddler would have given a red card. Howard to. Webb in his career was mostly known for <coughs> not being great. He was known for Fergie time. He was known for helping Manchester United win a lot of football. He was known matches. for, and I know uh, being a referee in pretty much any sport is a role where you're not going to get much no. praise. And you're not you're an enemy to 50% of the people, aren't you? At all I times. do understand that. Mm. But Howard Webb was known for not being particularly great mm. at his job. Mm. And his motto when he came in as well was one of, I'm just going to try and let the referees get on with it yeah, and is, stick with their decisions. Which and that's where the opposite. clear and obvious really started to gain mm. a lot of ground as well. But they need to move away from this idea. Do you have a of, problem with clear and obvious error? Or do you have a... Because I thought, again, probably naively, um, that VAR was going to be about getting the right decisions, not a clear enough, not to prove a referee's made an error, but to come to the right decision. Now, last night, if they wanted to, the conversation, and I know, and this is why Everton should demand the audio, by the way, for this. If if it's me in the VAR room, or and you're the ref, right, and you haven't given anything, and I look at it and go, "Oh, was that a was that a bit worse?" Jack, just come to the screen and just have a look at this. Let's have a chat, right? I could say to you, what 
like what did that look like in real time because when you slow it down it looks like this and you could go it was a normal tackle there's been minimal contact I know that looks weird but that's just a, and we should be able to go sound you're happy with that fine get on with it yeah right that should be it and, and that should be us as a team trying to come to, to get the right decision like the same way when Man City got a penalty last week against Everton just go and have a look at that, because it has its own honour, but how quick was that? How far away was it in real time? Do you think he's deliberately, they look at it and go, no, it was so fast, he's protecting his face, I'm happy with the decision, I've got sound. No problem with any of that, right? And other teams and all that. But what it seems like we're doing is, a referee gives a decision, and they slow it down, look at it and go, no, you need to go to screen because he's followed through with the tackle there. Or, like, there was an incident in the Newcastle Arsenal game, not the one, you know, I mean, somehow VAR have allowed two goals to go against Arsenal and the ball's been out of play twice, but hey-ho. Um, that is what it is. But in that Newcastle-Arsenal game, Kai Havertz puts a terrible challenge and jumps through the air. How is that not dangerous play? How? How have VAR looked at that when he's left the left of surface to put a terrible, in my opinion, a, a, a endangering his opponent? And that's not that isn't a red card. And I'm not I'm not doing this to have a go at Arsenal because I've just said Arsenal being on the end, in my opinion, are two shocking decisions. West Ham goal the other week. The ball was basically in the crowd and then he gave it. And then the Newcastle goal, which in my opinion was the ball was out and it was a foul on Gabriel. I know Newcastle fans might be in the comments and be like, it wasn't. I thought it was two hands in his back. Why is he going to motion himself forward when he's trying to defend? And then Anthony Gordon's offside. Um so it's not against Arsenal, but the Kai Havertz one in that game should have given Newcastle a man advantage. It was a terrible tackle. And yet that's not as deemed as bad as Dominic Calvert-Loon sliding in, scooping a ball back. There's no thing, not one Palace player ran over and put his head on Calvert-Loon or whatever. There was nothing. That you, Anderson was stood Anderson still going, going, going not a never, Will Hughes said it. Will Hughes was like, it's never a red. Players, fellow professionals, looking going, that isn't a red card. How are we at this this position now, Jack. Well, just to loop it back to what you said and about sorry, Wolves Fulham, a headbutt by Vinicius isn't isn't given as a foul, and then the fella scores. Like how? How is it? Well, just to loop it back to what you said about clear and obvious, mm. and is that the right basis to go off? Mm. I think in principle, the idea of look, we're not going to be correct in every little thing that happens on the pitch. It's still the referee's job to referee the game, and if there's anything he misses, we'll come in and sort that. But in practice, it's became a case of choosing when to admit the referee's made a mistake and that. And more often than not, they don't actually have the facilities to prove that. Go back to that Newcastle-Arsenal game. Got the they, facilities for that big man. No, but they didn't have the facilities for that big man. They, they had the facilities tell. to see Gabriel was pushed. But they couldn't tell if Gordon was offside or not. So Again, they couldn't AI. tell if it was clear and obvious. So you need facilities that allow you to see if it's clear and obvious, AI. if your basis is going to be, oh, well, we're only going to overturn this if it's clear and obvious. You see, for me, I get it. I get with, if we're saying, <coughs> I understand that that wording, like clear and obvious, I kind of understand the wording. The but I, I can only... A little bit too literal with the... But I can only go it. by the two Everton games that I've seen in the last... Well, if that's three decisions now in four matches. We can talk about whether the Wolves kids should have been sent off at the weekend for grabbing Dwight McNeil around the throat, which apparently, you know, that's all right now. But then other times you'll be sent off for it. But anyway, Abdelai Decore sent off against Spurs for going like that to Harry Kane. Yeah, 
Nathan Patterson was strangled by Nicholas Jackson. Nothing happened. Dwight McNeil was strangled at the weekend by Doyle, I think it was, and Wolves, and ended up getting booked for it. Put them to one side. I'll talk about three incidents in Everton games in the last four games. Right now, there might be fans of other clubs in the in the comments, and they can tell me when it's happened to them. Yeah. I, can, I can only do it from an Everton angle right now. Dominic Calvert Lewin's goal at Tottenham disallowed. The penalty decision against Manchester City given to City, and the Calvert Lewin red card. This is three incidents in the last four games where a referee has had a clear view of the this absolute clear view, gave the goal at Tottenham. Him and Elijah didn't give give a corner in the Manchester City game, despite having a clear view of it, and give Everton a corner last night. And from those three decisions, we had the goal choked off, despite a referee and Elijah having a clear view of an incident. We got they City got a penalty, despite what I don't know how a player is supposed to cover his face, but that's a penalty. I get that as a penalty. I get that's a penalty. But that isn't a penalty. And last night, he wins the ball. The referee's got a clear view of it. He gets up. He shut, I'm fuming because he hasn't released Dan Juma, who's one-on-one. He keeps hold of it too long, works it wide. We get a corner from it. All three of those were given in real time by the referee a decision. And all three of them went against Everton because some fella... I know why Michael Oliver did it. Geordie hates Everton. Never gives us a thing. Craig Porson last night, who's the fellas of the disgrace, shouldn't be allowed anywhere near any Everton game. The Conarty thing should have ended him, his involvement with Everton Football Club this season. You can go back and do Wolves, you can go back and do that. You know, there's so many he's wronged Everton for. But I don't understand when a referee's refereed those incidents why VAR have changed it. And yet VAR, in the same game at Tottenham, didn't give Amadou Onana a penalty, yet at Brighton, the Kulazewski doing the same, same thing, foul. gives them exact a penalty. Same player. So you can understand why Evertonians now are going, whoa, 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 Jack. I can, you know, how can you not say this is a conspiracy oh, against absolutely. Everton? Uh, that's Do you know what I, I mean? Wouldn't... I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying how can it's becoming more and more difficult. But... I've just named three incidents in the last four games where the ref has refereed it and VAR have changed it. That to me is mind-blowing. Yeah, I think the point is anyone who believes in the argument and shares that argument will have basis to go off. Mm. Regardless of where you stand on it, it's it's undeniable that they'll have things, the three examples you just mentioned alone, the last four games that you mm. can look at and go, okay, I can see where you're coming from at the least. But all those incidents that you mentioned, Baz, they were all VAR corrections. So yeah. let's say somehow in some way you do believe it was a red card last night. I haven't seen anyone say that. And there I was goes... one person in the uh, comments before who said it was the... the um, I'd have to find it. Something like the best example of a red card. You're like, hang on, where is it? As blatant a red card as you will ever see. I assume they... But I assume Phil's never kicked the football. Or, no, he's, or he's massively winding uh, everyone yeah. up and laughing his head off, which yeah. I think it, it's probably more. I think Phil's pissed If himself. you are, fair play. But um, <laughs> Team Neutrons have seen Palace fans, everyone go, like, what's going on there? But let's say somehow you do believe it's a red card. Mm. Chris Cavan has made a mistake then because he gave a red card offence. There's not even a foul with a clear view of it. Mm. So either way, one of your referees has failed, whether it's Craig Porson, who it is, by the way. No, of course who it is. is to blame. 
The man who sent Jack Elker off for one of the greatest tackles you'll ever see at Wolves. Yeah. All those years ago. Craig Paul, sometimes he gave what was arguably not even a foul as a red card offence. Or Chris Kavanagh as gave a red card offence as not even a foul with a clear view of it. (laughs) So either way, either way... The FA need to look at this. If that's, go, the, if that's someone's bad at the right. So in that, in that, Jack, taking it, forget about Everton. Say it was a different game. Say it was, I don't know, Man City or whoever, whoever. Who's made the worst error in your opinion? There, oh, sorry, no. Whose error is more worrying? In the if if that is the, if you're right, if it's either Chris and you're right because it's either Chris Cavana, who's live in the game, got the feel of the game as Sean and say, can see it in real time can see reactions of people around them, or some fella who has gone to work, put on a referee's kit. I've got me flags. They have cards in the pocket, by the way. They have that in their pocket. I mean, that, if that doesn't set every alarm bell ringing in your head, as a man, a grown man who's gone to a, play an dress office spot and playing dressed up, I'm getting dressed up here and slowing it down to the nth degree to find a way that that is a red card. Which one's the more worrying aspect for you? The VAR is the worrying one for me Mm. because the referee has a clear view of it. It Mm. doesn't go along with their clear and obvious error stick that they like to push. It doesn't go along with what Howard Webb said when he came in of, like, I'll let the referees Mm. on the pitch and all the most of it. We're, we're, We're there to help them, not correct them. And just the actual decision itself before you even get into that you've got the okay why are they even intervening why hasn't the referee seen it in the first place but the actual decision itself just made no sense just allows no actual football in context that like you say anyone who's played the game before will know okay he slid in to try and control it Klein's come over he's ran into him it's not I'm looking at you straight on I'm coming in and I'm smashing you in the shins yeah so yeah it's Calvert-Lewin's going there Klein's coming from there and coming in his stud glides across his shin pads and they're giving it as a red card defence. Chris Kavanagh knew it weren't. That's why he didn't give it in the first mm-hmm. place. But VAR come in and they they look for something to correct. So it's been a boring nil-nil game and they go, oh, this will change something. You know, just get to go home. That's terrifying though, Jack. It is, it is terrifying and that, that's the corruption argument. Mm-hmm. Or it's the incompetency argument mm-hmm. where you go and they've genuinely looked at that and thought, he's nearly broke his leg. He hasn't. Is he endangering a fellow professional? No. Has Not he used obsessive way. force? No. Mm. So you failed to adhere to your own rules there, so that's incompetency. Or there's the other arguments of, ah, it's been a crap nil-nil game, and um, I don't, don't really like this ever, and they always call me a nonce when I go to their place. And mm. Other ways are available. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm saying sure they are. Will. I assume... You've heard that yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been in the grounds. Yeah. yeah, that's not my personal view. But, no, of course. But... It's one or the other, and mm. either are very worrying. Johnny, be good on the super chat. Thank you, Johnny. It uh, says, clear and obvious, just gives certain teams two bites of the cherry to get the decision their way. It's pathetic. Live audio needed on all VAR. And what was good last night, I guess, was Palace showed the incident on the screen, which just incensed the Evertonians, and the Evertonians were fantastic last night. 4,000 of them Thursday night pissing down yeah. rain in South London. And... Um, the support was brilliant and it just galvanised the, the team to dig in for that and, and to be honest Everton probably could have won it James Garner should have hit the target when Beto fed him he should have hit the target 12 yards out um, yeah it, it, the game is in a very very worrying position at the moment I think it's it's it, 
regardless of agendas against Everton or not, it's terrifying. Some of the decision-making I've seen this season, they are interfering with referees' decision-making. They're interfering. They're re-referring the game. The referee, like I said, those in there'll be other times when a ref mightn't have seen something and you go, well, they should be there as an additional tool for the referee. Like, if you're refereeing something and you see a tackle go in and the next minute you see a reaction from three or four players over in someone, you know he's done something a little bit naughty there. And you might then go, just check that challenge for me. Because you'll feel it. You'll see the way players react. Players don't just go, every tackle, let's make sure we jump up and run at a player and get in his face. It just doesn't You can happen. tell when it's a natural You see with the crowd, you? you see with the decision, the crowd aren't synchronised to all stand up and scream if a, ref, if a linesman or a ref gives the, the decision the other way. Like, you, you know, there'll be, people will moan, people will always moan, but you know when, if it's a corner and the linesman gives a goal kick by the reaction... Because a lot of times, we just accept, we just go, oh, must have gone out. But you'll see the odd one where everyone's up in arms. You see that from footballers. And you can quite often tell from your own team as well, if you know, you can tell by their body language, yeah, if it's yeah, not because yeah. they won't be appealing I've it. I've seen it with like where you've got that a penalty and you see your own players, like no one's out and you go, I oh, mustn't have been because no one's even, or is that a corner? And you'll you'll go, see like a... Our player who's had the final such a look and just like jog back. There was one, um, was it the Wolves game? Or was it Man City? Might have been Man City last week where a ball come in and Tarky goes like head to the thing and their fans throw the arms up or something. Our fans, and he's running back and he goes like, someone asks him and he goes like, I edited it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, you see the players, because they've got, they know they've got that little bit of honesty. It's like, yeah, it was my touch. When there was no reaction, if Palace would have had three men round Dom, I'd have thought, has he done him there? Because you know, don't you? And the referee knew. And that's why I don't understand. And you will see this in loads of games. You will see lots of things in games where the player's reaction tells you something's gone on. And the referee has that feel within the game. And that's why I don't think you can start going, oh, I've slowed that down and he's tried to do him there. And this is where, again, and you, there's two issues with VAR. One, it's mates. We've seen Mike Dean come out and say this. Quite literally admit I didn't want to give this allow that goal for Tottenham against Chelsea because the ref, Anthony Taylor, was already having a bad day. And this would have made it even worse for him if I'd have said you need to go... So you've so you cheated because the goal that should have been disallowed, you've let go because your mate's struggling a little bit. That's a disgrace. But and he's admitted. He's it. admitted to wrongfully <coughs> not applying. Well, it's, the it's a. Correct I've rules. seen people say it's a form of match fixing. That he's I manipulated know, the he's match. Manipulated results. the result because they scored a goal that shouldn't have stood. So that happens because they're if I'm with and I'm thinking Jack's struggling a bit here, do I now put more pressure on? Quite clearly they, that's what they think because Mike Dean's admitted it. So that's an issue. And the failure to have ex professionals in those rooms. Now, okay, people might go, you'll still might get an agenda from an ex pro. Well okay, but at least they've got game knowledge. At least they can look and go. an ex pro can yeah, the last night we had uh, Hey, we had Joby McEnough and we had the Luco, who both play professionally, men's game, women's game, both saying it's never a pen it's never a red card. I've looked at it a million times. And they were both said the better one's not a penalty. I tend to agree, but if you slow it down, it's a penalty. 
because he's got that isn't an honest legitimate attempt at winning a ball no it's having not, someone it? in a bear hug and you know that's where the argument comes in is it enough contact to send them to the ground as he really adhered them that much and that's a different argument but slow down it looks a lot worse than it did in real time in real time i thought no never a penalty mm. slow down you can see the argument mm. a little bit more at least but it, we can put this even again just to reiterate this isn't it is at the moment it's very much an everton issue because it does now start to look like you can i've seen this last night and you know i think it's four years since everton had an 11 v 10 advantage in a game of football which is yeah in four years in four years no one's ever and we've had since then there's been one sending off against us but it was lucas Moura when we were already down for 10 men because Mm. uh, decore wiped an eyelash off harry kane's Mm. face right so so everton haven't had an advantage that way for a number of years so people have got questions with that especially when you see even though would have just made a 10 v 10 at anfield but Conati, it was a blatant red card, wasn't sent off. We've had, we've had so many, and of it was nil nil at the yeah, time. We've so. had so many of them. Forest, yeah, you know, Eze should have been off, yeah, for that. He'd been diving and clattered the lad. They had one last night with Will Hughes, twice, two and late challenges, worse, never got booked. Left one on Onana, which is a yellow card. Referee didn't do a thing, then done another one. Referee didn't do a thing, is what it is. So you can understand people going, Well, hang on, but this is happening right the way across the Premier League. They're making decisions that the the referees give and, and then they're changing the decision. And if it genuinely is just an extra tool, then you shouldn't be making a decision. It happened to us again all those years ago with Michael Keane at Brighton. The referee gave a goal kick because nothing had happened. He's seen it live, nothing had happened. And then they convinced them to give a penalty to Aaron Connolly for diving. God, well, not diving, there was contact, but it wasn't a foul. Then it's he... exaggerated contact, yeah. wasn't it? You can't, you can't do that. There is contact, unless they do a rule change now, which says, A, no more slide tackles. Because every slide tackle, you make contact with the player. Every single one, if it's a 50-50 one. You might get the ball, but you'd also and take the player every slide tackle as well, there has to be some degree of studs up. Of course it say, does. Because you can't slide if your feet are planted on the floor like mine are planted. Well, yeah, right here's, sitting in a chair. here's one for you, mate. Tarkovsky's tackle on Alvarez was worse than Dominic Alvarez's tackle last night. And Tarkovsky won the ball. He went right through the ball, followed through with caught Alvarez, who rolled around. It wasn't a free left, didn't give a free kick. It was because he got the ball, but he caught him. But what I'm saying is, if you slowed that down and he looked at it, he followed through and got Alvarez. We got the ball, but his momentum took him through. So momentum comes into it then. So players can't stop. Dominic Calvert-Lewin raised his leg to scoop the ball back. He'd done it perfectly. What he set out to do, he'd done perfectly. He slid. He was in control. He wasn't out of control because he got the ball, got up, and Everton were on the attack. No, and he wasn't going into a 50-50 and dangerous <laughs> position. His body where if he, he goes with his leg straight and keeps his leg straight into the lad, I'd go to Rick. And goes straight into Klein as well I for understand. a contested ball. But he went into an open ball that was out of possession and tried to pick it up. It was only the Klein went for the same. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be contact, so you either change the rules so it's non-contact, and then we all know, oh, look, there is contact. The same thing as, you know, Sean Dyke, I heard him saying, hang on, dragging someone like this isn't a penalty, but if your toe touches their toe in the box, it's a penalty. Like, where does that sit? How is that a thing? Too often as well, it's based on the physicality of the players themselves. Um, if Onana did the same foul to Will Hughes that Will Hughes did to Onana, he gets booked. 
but he's bigger than him and he's stronger than him and it looks worse. It's all that big fellow's bullying that poor little man. Mm. That's the that's what they do. Whereas if it's the little fella and leaves one in on the big lads, it's ah oh, no, we can't oh, well, go down off that. Himself. Yeah, yeah. It is it is a terrible decision and it's frustrating. But you and... are right in saying it affects all clubs and it won't change until we can somehow all come together and mm. make some noise about it. it. A... Every club's ads one, even Liverpool, who you know, especially fans of this channel, might look at it and go, Yeah, there you go. Every decision had one of the worst ones you'll ever see against Tottenham. Man City, one of the top six, have had some shocking decisions. This but they year. had everyone's uh, had. Them. They had Rodri sent off, even though Morgan was it. Morgan Gibbs White started it. Was it Gibbs? White? Yeah, then they had the goal ruled out against Liverpool, and yeah. you, you could we could spend hours going through every club and looking yeah. at the shocking decisions how many they've had. had. Yeah, it, it is bad. That We're, maybe doesn't lend itself to the. I think there was a thing the other day. Everton and Wolves have suffered the most off the decisions, and, and they've had the both teams have had terrible yeah. decisions against But the them. problem but is, everybody's well, had awful decisions. Yeah, when people try and measure decisions they often just look at VAR corrections they don't look at when VAR should have intervened and didn't so it's hard to actually quantify the stats of how bad it is you'd have to look through them all individually and look out right or wrong decision look at the, look at the, the Connor Cody winner in the derby last year that should have stood because it hit Milner and it didn't and there's loads or the goal of, against Villa the goal against it there's loads isn't it there's just so many Liverpool United about them there's just been terrible decisions but I don't think you've ever when a referee's on the field and, and can see it clearly, you are overstepping the mark then when you start refereeing it from Stockley Park because he's seen it all in live action. And the refs have got to have the balls to go, I'm happy with my decision, mate, because I've seen it live. I had a very good I've view seen of it. it live. I didn't see it in slow motion. Yeah, I don't I've need seen to it see it in slow motion. Um, Everton Dan says, I think VAR should be only allowed to be looked at incidents that an official has identified. If the ref, ref says, look at that, X and Y, then VAR can only look at them incidents and not say That is a good point, Dan. I think that's what I'm alluding to. My only my only caveat to that is if, if say, someone smacks someone off the ball in the box. It's something he's not had any And he hasn't seen it, yeah. you know what I mean? Or what about a share pull, like on Onana the other day? Now, if the ref goes, I can see they're pulling each other's share, fine. No problem with that. Um but that's so frustrating for me because we had that was a blatant one at Spurs, and yet Brighton get the same decision with the same player. Sorry, Brighton get a penalty for the same incident a few days later that we didn't get. That worries me that because that is a bit of a bias. But I do get what you're saying. The referee, it should be a tool for the referee to look at and go, just look at that again for me because I'm, I'm, you know, do I need to look at this? If he goes, I'm at, like, if he doesn't say that to VAR. When they can see his view. Their first point of call, really, port of call, really, should be, what's the referee's view like? Oh, yeah, he's got a great view. He's not giving a fan. They shouldn't be going, let's have a look at that again. Let's have a look at that again. And AI offsides need to come in right now, by the way. Yeah. The only issue is, before you make any real changes to how VAR works or how it's implemented, we need to find a way of improving the quality of these referees because any change make you could make that change where the referee has to request a review. Mm. But I don't think this current crop of Premier League referees are good enough to actually pick out incidents that should be looked at. I don't trust Chris Kavanagh, for example, to look at an incident where we should have a penalty. Go on his headpiece and go, I'll look at that again for me. Yeah, they might have had a penalty shout there. I don't trust any Premier League referee to mm. do that. So that that's a real change that absolutely could work. But mm. first and foremost, other than the AI offsides, we'll bring that in tomorrow if it could. 
Mm. Other than that, I wouldn't do any real changes until the actual quality of these referees improves. Yeah. Uh, Paul TV says absolute embarrassment of a decision that Dom read two years ago that would have been on Soccer AM as a showboat highlight. Uh, James says same on Beto last night the ref probably only saw one of Anderson's arms around him had he been sent to the screen he might have given they won't send him to the screen though that's the problem isn't it that's the problem <coughs> Scott says they need to be investigated for match fiction did anyone associated with the PGMOL refs families have bets on a player being sent off that question needs to be asked I don't know it's a difficult one that isn't it uh, Daniel says shouldn't even be having a conversation it wasn't a clear mistake they shouldn't have even had to look at it no but that's where they're using the argument to clear and obvious just leaves them with the hands tied doesn't it and they need a better way of deciding what we look at and what we don't look at mm-hmm. uh, James says Newcastle should have had a pen before Liverpool scored their second goal was overlooked in all the hype of the game Liverpool should have had a penalty against Arsenal Odegaard and Bolton you know we got the one against Onana which, was, which wasn't a pen and yet Odegaard had a game of basketball in the bot. And I'm not going to sit here advocating Liverpool get penalties, by the way, because they have enough. But it was Consistency a, pen- is it was a penalty. The point is, isn't it? Just control the ball with his hand. How can this be a handball? <laughs> obviously trying to block your face, but this can't. AL says Nathaniel Klein rolling around like he broke his leg. If he'd have just got up and got on with it, he wouldn't have even been looked at. Then yeah. that tells you then to start rolling around. Well, that's the thing, and oh no, and it doesn't it? get the pen against Tottenham. So he didn't hit the floor, and again, it, it's the bigger fella argument. And it goes, oh no, he, he he's, he's shrugging him off. He's fine, and he's not mm. gone to ground. Whereas that's oh no, pulling Kulaveski, and Kulaveski, mm. it's the death. It's a penalty. Chris Lambert makes a great, absolutely great um, point here, and it's one that I've thought since Millwall beat us in the FA Cup under Silva. Is that how can you play in a competition where? Some grounds can have it and others yeah. can't in the same competition. You either wait until... And I thought this was a law that they said they were going to bring in. It's only a thing when everybody can use VAR. So if eight Premier League teams got to the quarterfinals, VAR comes in. But I still am not in, in agreement with that. I actually think the Carabao Cup doesn't have it, I don't think, till the final, is it, Ped? But I don't think it should have it at all. Right? I don't think the FA Cup, because the way the FA Cup is, should have VAR at all. No, I think as well... Because if that game, got... like, we're going to play in Man United on Monday night, there's no VAR. There's no VAR at Sunderland, Newcastle. No, but you've got referees that have changed their refereeing game to suit VAR, yeah, because they let more go now. No, that's what I'm saying, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. When you've got, uh, okay, so there's VAR in this game, but not this one, and okay... But, well, I'll have it in this one in the replay. If it goes to the replay, it's a Premier League grounds. I, I, I don't get how you can have a competition that has two different sets of rules in it. I don't, honestly. I it don't. has to be blankets, doesn't it's it? It's just crazy. Um, Geordie Tune for Life. So Chelsea, Newcastle in the Carabao Cup after two minutes. Casado. Yeah, this was a red card. Casado puts his studs down Anthony Gordon's calf. The ball's away. He's on the pitch. Redknapp said, because it's so early in the game. It's not a red card. What a load of bollocks! That's, that you know what that is as well. That's the same. In, yeah. That's the same thing as he's not that type of character though. Entitled. Yeah. Entitled to go down. Same, but isn't thing. isn't it bad when they he go? Oh, he's not that type of player. What the what the it's, fuck does that mean? We live in though. We live in an age where we've got media spin telling us what um what what is and what isn't, and yeah. people people because people don't as many people don't go to match anymore. 
like who watch these things, they, they drink it all up. Mm. Well, he said he's entitled, and it all it all gets back to 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 the game. Re- referees are human, of course, it has an effect on them. Oh, I wonder what will happen if I give this. I wonder what Roy Keane will say about me. I wonder what Carragher and Neville. I wonder what they'll say on Twitter about me and all this. Of course, it does. Mm. Of course, yeah, it yeah. does. Instead of just being transparent and doing your job properly, it's fucking not an hard job. It's not a hard job. Mm. No oh. one would have bat an eyelid last night if no one did bat an eyelid. Dominic Cavalier just won the ball back. Great. Mm. It's just absolutely crazy, isn't it? My my biggest issue was he didn't play Dan Zuma. That's what I'm saying. You know, about ne- never for one second did I think, oh, he's he's gone through him there. Never for one second. No, I went brilliant, Dom. He done brilliantly to retrieve the ball. But you know what, right? If the, if that had never went VAR in the first place, it would never ever be mentioned never. again. How that could have potentially been a red card offence. It never would have been mentioned ever again, mm. even in the five minute aftermath, because the talk would have been, oh, we didn't play Dan Juman and Everton could have had a chance there. Whereas they've took it to VAR, they've gave the wrong decision, and that's now became the narrative of the game. So, look, FA Cup, Premier League broadcasters for these games if you just want to avoid that if you want to avoid the narrative of your competitions and your games being wrong decisions by match officials do something to change it Rod Ross says I went to gun club off the dock road years ago and there was a guy dressed as a New York cop that's as scary as refs turning up in costumes to watch over VA yeah I'd agree Um Jordy Tune for Life says Klein played his part in getting Dom sense off even pros cheat each other it's shite yeah, it is, mate. It's it's a disgrace. Daniel says full kit wankers. Um, yeah, uh, it is. Oh, Phil, yeah, Phil's back and he, he has had a good one. Says uh, taking the piss if you yeah, don't laugh. Play, if you don't Phil. laugh, you cry. No, yeah. you're right, Phil. It's a joke and it is. It's hard enough given the rules in the Premier League now, as in like the financial thing. We're seeing it. You know, Newcastle can't spend what they want to spend now, and Forest are getting looked at, and Wolves. Yeah. And yet these teams who have been at the top for a few years are like, is right. So that's hard enough as it is. Now you're getting, ish, you know, I've, I'm at the game, right? Now when we score a goal, I don't celebrate straight away because I'm thinking the only way you can celebrate is if someone bangs one in front 25 yards. You know, yeah, and, and there's and nothing, going, there's absolutely nothing to be available. We scored, Dan Juma scored against, it's not Dan Juma. Jack Harrison scored against City. And really celebrate because I'm concede Rodri cry arson on the floor to the ref. And I'm thinking the ref didn't give it. The ref went like that, get up, because he could see through himself. And I'm looking at the referee and only when. But we can't see and hear what they're being no. told. So only when we kind of got back to the halfway line and the ref blew the whistle that I was like, yes. All of that time where you used to be delirious and celebrating is gone. They took it away from us. They took it away from us because you don't know. The, you know. There's some blade in the VAR room looking to disallow that goal. Well, how can we disallow it? Arsene Wenger said it. The best thing about football is goals. And yet we're intent now on finding ways to disallow them. Finding something wrong with and it. And it's a disgrace to take the sucking, the life out of the game, which was fabulous. And it's a disgrace. And we have to do as a fan, everyone. And like Ped's mentioned this earlier in the season, he's mentioned it before on match ticket and on times of semi-finals on gobshite railways saying the last train is at half six. But if you're in an FA Cup semi-final, tough shit. And it's at Wembley. You know, Liverpool, 
fans laughing at the Liverpool decision, then Liverpool fans are up in arms, but then want everyone to back them. And then the minute they, you know, another club gets damaged, they're laughing at the other club fans do it. You see it with Everton with the 10 points, uneducated football fans. You have cheated. But there was a lot of Forest and Newcastle fans having their Exactly. Now they'll get the kicking and they'll want backing. You know, and all of that. And it happens all the way over until we actually step back and go, our game is getting... Forget about personal glory for a sec. Just look at the game in a whole, right, that we all love. We all love football which is why we talk about it, we think about it, which is why 4,000 Everton fans have gone to Bleeding Palace on a Thursday night after Christmas in the rain. Liverpool fan, United, go Ed Forest, every, whatever. We're all, it's our game. And everybody needs to come together now and go, this isn't good enough. Forget about whether you, you like Everton or hate Everton. Forget about whether you hate Newcastle or you hate Arsenal or Liverpool or United or City, whoever, whoever, whoever. Our game is getting taken away from us by people who aren't even refereeing the game now. They're sat somewhere else and making decisions. They're taking the enjoyment away from it. We can't celebrate a goal in good faith because we're thinking that'll be disallowed. That's the only bit of enjoyment you get a goal and they can't wait to disallow it. It goes back to what I said earlier about every club just this season alone can probably look at a decision they've had and go, that was absolutely shocking. Someone's mm. failed at their job mm. there. Yeah. Every football fan needs to be aware and remember that it is entirely possible and actually sort of common, which is worrying, that you can play very well and deserve to win, but not win for the sole reason that a referee has failed to perform their job well. Yeah. And that's why um, I'm big on this idea of everyone coming together. It's not just an Everton thing. I want it to be better across the board because it's on merit then. You know where you stand. Every Premier League team, or, uh, sorry, every fan of every team can look for him and go, oh, well, we, we should be so many points higher because of referee decisions. And then other fans will look at, oh, but you had this decision against us where we would get points. You only remember, you know, the ones where you get unlucky. And that. And... You know, there's the argument that it probably evens itself out over the course of a season, but it doesn't really. No. It's not even itself out for Everton. It's not even itself out for Wolves. And mm. there'll be plenty of other clubs who feel the exact same or will have more knowledge. I'm just using the them because that's been highlighted on many occasions. They're the two that have been damaged oh, yeah, the yeah. most now this season. But, and that's that's what I have the most knowledge of because Wolves is high mm. profile and Everton, obviously Evertonian. Of you watch course. all the games. But course, there'll yeah. be other clubs who feel the exact same, who feel that their decisions mm. don't weigh out and they don't yeah. get lucky as often they get mm. unlucky. So let's remove all doubt or as much doubt as we possibly can and then everything's on merit. Mm. I think it's a, I think it's a disgrace, really, what's going on, and, and the art that's taking, the killing the game. You know, someone said in the comments there, I forgot who said it, but um, Sepp Blatter said a few years ago, we need to cut down the celebrations for goals. They shouldn't be going on. Fans shouldn't be going mad when they score. What the it's f- because are we doing then, mate? Not to go all tinfoil hat, you know, but football is run by people who don't like know about or enjoy football it's run by businessmen because mm, it's, money. Biz- it's yeah. money mate. and those businessmen look at ways okay how can we make more money they don't look at fan enjoyments they're not going to they're going to look at how can we make more money okay move kickoff times okay more sponsorships are where uh, this type of fan doesn't come to the game anymore because that's not good for sponsors mm. uh yeah goal celebrations going on taking up time we don't want that we want more time for 
this that and the other and we want more time for showing the replays the goals which are sponsored by gillette or you know, this betting company or whatever you want to sponsor it by it's not run by people who know enjoy or care about football absolutely and it's not refereed by them either no R is a Liverpool fan, says uh, last night the red card is a disgrace. All fans should get together and get bar out the game. I wonder if it should be paused for now because they're so, they don't know what to do with it until they're all trained properly because it's it's an app. But the problem is, right, the problem is they don't they don't ever want to go. We, uh, we've got it wrong. We're not, we're not performing well enough. We've made a mistake. They don't want to admit it. And I don't know. I don't know when you've got all that technology how you can continually get it wrong now. That's what I don't understand. You'll have the skeleton on Sky today probably trying to defend it and go, it's a modern day red. What a load of shite that comment is, by the way. It's a modern day red. So what, the game's changed that much? Okay, well then it's non-contract. So every time there's contract, book someone and send them off and then we'll know. Won't we? Then we'll all understand that you can't make a tackle so now it's about pressing and closing down. Well, fine, we all know then. We all know. Doesn't happen. We don't agree with it, but we know that's mm-hmm. the rule and we know what we're limited to do and what we can do and what we can't do. But it's it's left to interpretation and the people who interpret it don't have enough knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Rod aren't good enough decision makers. Rod says uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Um Big Kev says the people in power are forgetting who funds the games. It's the fans. What would happen if every club's fans stayed away from the game? Well, everything would drop. Sponsors would drop. You've seen it with um, in the COVID year that the club television wanted money back off clubs because there's no fans in the ground. The atmosphere was crap. People were losing interest. And yet what happens is football clubs forget about the fans, keep paying players astronomical wages. But fans of every club, instead of going... I want us, like Liverpool fans, instead of going, even though it's not going to happen, but I hope we buy Killian Mbappe and give him 800 grand a week. You should be thinking, I hope Liverpool never pay a player that that wage and the club give it back to us who are paying to get in. But it, the, it goes back to the modern but day Everybody thing, should it? be doing it, not just Liverpool, by the way. Man City, Man United. Man United are paying Jadon Sancho 300 grand a week. What On what planet is that? The fans, we shouldn't be having to pay. A thousand pound and more for a season ticket a year, which to a football club makes about ten million quid when they're giving players crazy money. Ten million quid a year, uh, you know, at least for one player for a year. Now, bring them wages back down. If they if they can get four hundred grand a week at Real Madrid, let them go to Real Madrid. Because you know, once a club goes, that's it. We're done. We're all playing this amount of money. Every player's not going to leave England to go somewhere else because other countries can't pay all that money either. Drag it back, give it back to the fans, get our game back, get our game back from referees. Now, who are destroying it? Fans are never going to be the ones to make that call over the financial side of it. I'm going to say, Toffee Man, no glucose spike here, son. It's uh, Dr. Pepper Zero. There might be for and me I, to be And I've had, he might, and I've had my apple cider vinegar, which crashes glucose spikes glucose spikes for me are a thing of the past my man but thank you very much for your care and uh, consideration Um, but yeah it it is absolutely grim for me Uh, make sure you've subscribed and liked by the way Um, not enough likes there for me if you think Dominic Calvert-Lewins was not a red card last night this challenge 
hit the like button and subscribe. Um, and then we'll show that information to the FA and go look at the 10,000 people think mm-hmm. the decision's wrong. Mm-hmm. So get us to 10,000 likes. I mean, we really should have put... Ned really should have put a poll in the uh, the comments, but we're going on to M-Tag in a bit, so we'll be discussing it on that. We'll put that poll there. Make sure you're overwatching that one. Uh, Chris Lynch on the Super Chat says, can Craig Porson get a three-match ban if it's overturned? Uh, he should get a 10-year ban from any Everton game. And Everton should make a fuss about this and go, we're not having him. We're not having him. And I'll tell you why we're not having him, because of this and this and this. And show the things. Because yeah, until Everton Porson. start becoming... That kind of club and putting it out there. We are just like little Everton. We'll do whatever. Um, I'll just race through a few of these. Uh, Steve Tom- Thomas says, was listening to the game while driving back to work and the commentators didn't say anything about the tackle being bad at the time. Was surprised when they said they were checking it. Uh, but when the ref went to monitor, you knew what was going to happen. Absolutely. Mike Bully says, remove the VAR screen. Just have the ref told what to do because they haven't got the bollocks to stick with the decision. Nailed it, mate. Gary Wall said, it's now very obvious that if we give refs half a chance, they'll screw us. Adam says, at the moment, I can't say for sure these officials are out to get Everton because these woeful decisions happen every week. But how many more have to go against us before these people are called out? Three game-changing decisions in the last four games with each one being worse than the other. Uh, Martin says, do you think Dyche is holding back on these decisions because of the, the appeal? Can you imagine other managers just taking these awful decisions every week? Klopp asked for a replay of the game. Ped, is that is that in his consideration, do you think, that he's worried about the appeal? No. I think just that's just the way he is, isn't he? It's just he did it's say, though, on one interview that I saw last night, sort of like, if I say something, there's no guarantee it'll change it might even go against us i heard them say that on one interview last night so no it's just a style isn't it mm. not man not to me, to be honest not too many managers don't react no the only one is arteta and and Klopp. Klopp people came out and said arteta had gone over the top mm. which he hadn't he hadn't at all no. and Klopp reacted to the the deliver the, the tottenham one but the arteta one's the only one i've seen anyone get really angry mm. managers are shit houses Let's get it. Yeah, right. yeah, they they're are, all yeah. shit houses. None of them will ever say anything mm. about anyone, and it's they need to because they need to understand that they hold the currency. Mm. So why not? Why not use that power and start? Force it out. Call it out. Highlight it. Make the media have to talk about it. Put more pressure on the Premier League. They probably have more knowledge of what might happen to them if they do. Yeah, those but what's the what's, literally what's the worst that can happen? You get a fine and a touchline ban. So what? But that really doesn't help us if Dice mm-hmm. gets a touchline ban. Understand. But yeah, but the teams generally do worse when the manager has a touchline. Fulham, ban. Marco Silva bounced into Goodison last season and sat in the main stand and Fulham turned us over. So yeah, but you're not factoring Everton that. Baz. <laughs> I didn't factor it, he was playing. Yeah. Uh, Alex says the club needs to call out this bollocks for what it is now. No more tiptoeing round the issue. You could see Dykes was seeding last night, but wouldn't say anything. If it was them lot across the park, they'd be moaning and crying all week to the press and making a huge drama out of it, like they did against Spurs, and rightly so. Well, like, since that Spurs game, they've got some unbelievable bad decisions, haven't they? Yeah, Things and, and that some have gone bad ones as well. But I don't think they've had too many go against them since the Spurs the incident, one but the Arsenal bad. one was, the, was, a, was a penalty for Liverpool, absolutely, but then was Jota's as a pen the other night. Emma says, if I was brought in purely to manipulate the outcome of games, that's clear and obvious to anyone with eyes. Uh, Phil said, biggest positive last night was Virginia. What an awesome performance. Loved it when he punched it through a crowd of players. 
Uh, Andy says, hello. And of course, the VAR official was Craig Pawson. If there's anyone else who's trying to roll us over in the world, it's him. Um, Paul Cattle says, another dodgy decision against us. When will it stop? It's about time the club stood up for themselves. We should be refusing to have certain reps involved in our games, 100%. And if it carries on, we should just walk off the pitch. I don't know what Evertonians have done in past lives. Uh, as for dating the players, they should all be having a go at the FA in the Premier League. Uh, Steve Guy says, appeal it. The club better had what they have done. Some bridges after being repaired in recent times. We need to start having a go back. And the fortress mentality needs to come to the front. And Craig Parsons shouldn't be allowed to VAR or ref another game of ours. Absolutely. John Hickey says on VAR last night, you can't have VAR in some cup ties and not in others. Exactly. Spruce says, so glad we appealed. as the appeal puts PGMOL in a no-win situation. Overturn the red and it shows VAR's incompetent. Retain the red and it shows they're clueless, corrupt. Um, Luke Jeffers saw you on the train when he was getting off at Crescenton, Jack. So there you go. Oh, nice one, Luke. Uh, Steve says, to support your comment, Baz, it's become an harder and harder not to come to some sort of conclusion that there's a conspiracy against us. Tom Blue says, footy's finished, isn't it? Uh, Adam says, personally, I'm not holding back with it anymore. The Premier League and PGMOL want us dead and we'll stop at nothing until we are relegated. We get shafted every single game. It never evens out. I've list- haven't listened to this back yet, so I don't know what you lads think, but for me, the better one is a blatant penalty. Uh, Chelsea also being allowed Russian sponsorships. Whenever I've seen that this morning, yeah, which... If Everton were still allowed to have Russian sponsorships, would probably be 10 points better off in the league, wouldn't they? So... At least. Uh, Gareth Hughes says, 100% solution is the ref can only watch replays in real time. What do you think of that, Pat? Yeah. It's good. It should have, It should. Everything slow motion. The better one it is a penalty in slow motion. It's not a penalty in real time, mm? let's be honest. Mm? But in slow motion, it's a penalty. You know, if I ran out, the the good thing about slow motion is it's also it, it helps Ned because that's the way he likes to fight crime. Yeah, he does in slow motion. Yeah. Absolutely, but he, you know, he can slow the world down, Ned. Um, if I was just walking <laughs> down the street and Ned's coming the other way and I bump into him, yeah. you see that in real time. You go, it's just bumped in. You see it in slow motion. You see Ned come off. You see him like yeah. accidentally like. You ever seen those videos shots? of like, like of like dogs? When you throw them food and you look at their yeah. mouths and it looks like the most aggressive yeah, things in like the world. Yeah. Look like they're, yeah, yeah. And then you put it in real time and they're just trying to catch it's a biscuit. It's just a cute little cockapoo. It is, yeah. A little exactly. exactly. And that, yeah. that, if that says slow motion is nonsense, uh, if it doesn't say that, I don't know what is. The last two we're going to do is um, Sophie saying, you know, it's bad when Mark Oldbridge does a video raging about it. Fair play. Nice one, Brent. Uh, and the other, although Brent did say we should just take the 10 points and get on with it. Yeah. He, yeah, okay. Picks and chooses. Yeah, well, it's easy it? when your net spend is 700 million compared to Everton's 27 million over the last five years. You can see who's doing what. And finally, what about Jonathan Liu's comments on Sky Sports News last night? Absolute joke of a man. Saying, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, okay, fine if you don't Sound care. Me. But well, what are you on for then? Get, get off that platform and give it to someone else who does care because... Yeah. It's the biggest thing that happened in football yesterday. I don't understand what he's saying. That okay, this wouldn't be bigger news if this was Saturday, three o'clock was there'd be other stuff going on. But that is a problem in itself because we shouldn't just react and be angry at stuff if it affects a mm. top six team. Give it, it to happens a proper, and yeah. it's awful. So Is that a proper journalist like me going? 
But that's but me or you would love that opportunity to go on Sky Sports and talk about it. Journalist Jack No, but hey, I've got a degree in journalism. Oh, well, so you're know, the elite. So, is that yeah. what makes you elite? Yeah. Listen, when you come in here wearing shirts that actually fit you, we'll have a chat. Yeah, I think it's a disgrace. He was he was invited onto out. that. He can't. He must be a parody journalist. He can't be real because you cannot be asked on as a pundit or a guest or a summariser and go. I don't care. Okay, Sam, but a lot of people do. So let some money. He just go wouldn't on. say that though. He no. wouldn't if if they asked me to go on on Sky Sports News and go. Oh, just I'll just ask you this random question. Not what about did you think about the dance What did you think? Night, of, oh no, but what about like what did you think of? Uh, Odegaard's and ball against Liverpool. I wouldn't go, haha, made up Liverpool can get it. But to be honest, I don't care. But would, would they ask you back? They'd just be like, oh, no. all right then. It was uh, just embarrassing. Uh, what he's trying to say is, and he is, it's bigger news because it's the only game, and that. But that's a problem in itself because decisions like that should be highlighted regardless of the club or club size or kickoff time. A bad decision's a bad decision, and it affected Everton on that night. It'll affect someone else tomorrow. Is that what you thought he was trying to say? The, I honestly he thought was he was trying before. to say, I don't give a shit about Everton. He, he was I saying that. Less. He was obviously saying that as well, but what he'd said in the build up was just saying about, like, oh, you know, it's a bigger story because of this, that, and the other. If it was his club, I don't know who he supports, but if it was his club, I had guaranteed he'd care. Probably guess. Well, yeah. Well, hey ho, there you go. Just there. I, Rod, I don't have Sky, mate, for, for that reason. Um, there you go. Ned does because he's a. I know I won't say because it'll upset you. Right. Um, Ned, have you put the link in the description? Okay. We'll be on more than a game at half two, which is basically nine minutes. Um, just to, I mean, science. Oh, no. Sorry. My, my thing's on 1421. Sorry, Mike Max. I don't know how it's slightly Technology's ahead. fighting back. But it, it is technology. <laughs> VAR. VAR's now getting in and putting gremlins in so the match. Like, it's not our fault, it's the knobhead <laughs> users, it? <laughs> yeah, it's me. Um, we will be on more than a game in 10 minutes where we will be talking more about this on a general level as well as some transfer news. Stay, stay, just stay. The stream will end in a minute. Just leave it on and come back and have your say in that comment section on it over there and subscribe to that as well. See you in a minute. Get a drink. See you in a minute. 